What's up, junkies? Welcome back in for another edition of Pigskin Junkies. Myself, Michael Larson, the big brother, Jared Larson, here to bring you week 11 of the college football season. I think about it for a second, like I do every single week, because I can't believe that it's going by this fast. Uh, Jared, how are we doing? It's lit. I'm in Austin, Texas. Uh, I definitely uh, would have considered going here if I'd have actually been able to get in. Cool town. A lot of fun. Still weird. I thought that was Portland. I thought Portland was Keep Portland weird. Not Keep no. Austin weird. I don't even know. Keep Austin are. weird. That's what it is. Is it Keep Austin weird? I, yeah. I can't keep it straight. Yeah. It's a lot of weird places. A lot of places that want to stay weird. Dude, so they have these like uh, scooters here that you can rent for a dollar and then you just leave them wherever. So like you just... <laughs> you have an app, you scan this little QR code or QL code or whatever they're called on your phone. It takes you to the app, you pay, and then the thing just goes boom, like turns on. Dude, there's like six homeless people doodling around in these things last night asking me for money. I'm like, Doug, you're like fully clothed with a joint in your mouth and you're on the scooter and you're asking me for money? Like, come on, step your game up. <laughs> But yeah, fun, fun joy. Committed. Fun He's joy. committed. Yeah, like, just unbelievable. <laughs> Lots of homeless people. So, want to apologize off off the top again. Uh, new format here. I'm gonna have to make an angry phone call coming up. Uh, <laughs> updated my computer and everything went to shit faster than Ooh. you can say. Uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. <laughs> <laughs> and so we spent all of Monday trying to figure it out. And today, as I'm like rummaging around, I end up finding the full file of Jared's oh, audio. And I was like, are you kidding me? So it's okay, though. You guys really didn't miss It wasn't miss the much. eight seconds? No. <laughs> uh, it was a full 21 minutes or whatever the heck it was. But you guys honestly should count your blessings that you didn't have to hear that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that What did you say at the beginning? I, th- I forgot. You're like, maybe it will be just you, me, and the internet gods that will hear this. Yeah. And apparently, what I forgot exactly you tweeted, what you said. You're like, uh, something about the. Fade <laughs> Hawaii, go to bed. Well, that Still and cash then and tickets. The, uh, you said you had some insect in your room or something like that that you couldn't kill that would have heard the podcast. Yeah. Just unbelievable. I would, I would even tease, like, giving it out just so people could hear it but <laughs> they I don't was, care they just, they just want the pics dude. I, they're like just give me the pics and yeah. shut your mouth i literally i was so pissed when i saw it i grabbed it and dropped it in the trash and immediately cleared out my trash so ah, it's, get this out of here it is officially gone you uh, went full crystal meth tweak i did i was miffed <laughs> real miffed a nice mica tweak yeah uh that's all right. That's okay. It's good. It's good every once in a while. Yeah. We got written up. Uh, we got written up in a nice article by Dave Tooley today. We did. Uh, tweeted, retweeted it on the account, but most of the people who are on here or are listening to this have either followed us because of Dave Tooley tweeting about us or uh, <laughs> will have seen it already. So no sweat. Meteoric there. rise from yeah. 60 followers. <laughs> so we, um, once again, just ask, continue to follow on Twitter. The interactions have been great. Uh, we really, really enjoyed that. Uh, and the other thing, 
continue to subscribe and rate review on the uh, iTunes. Still working on figuring out the uh, the best way to get on more platforms for our podcast. For yeah, we got to we got to get on some other platforms for yeah. the people. That's what the, the people want. Android and Google Pixel or whatever the heck that stupid phone's called. People. Yeah. <laughs> whatever you peasants on on Google have. We'll get on your platform. The thing is, is, and Jared and I have talked about this before, there are lots of great features on those two phones, but I could not. When I get a green text message on my phone, I get pissed. And I know that's horrible. I'm not I, an elite, I'm not that bad. I'm not like an elitist like you are. I'm not a, an elitist. A blue, a blue message purist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. Yeah. I just, I'm like, whatever. This guy like apparently wants to have a Google thing. Uh, so whatever you're just I do like that that picture feature they have where like it's basically a video but you can pick the you know moment in time where the picture looks the best i thought that was pretty good um well that's like one two things first one is like i feel like every time i went into the phone store those people must have been incentivized to sell the android phones because they're like jamming it down people's throats they're like look man I just want to buy an iPhone. Just like sell me this iPhone. Like scan the barcode. Here's my credit card. Like get it over with. But they're like, no, this this Samsung Note Galaxy Note whatever 12 is amazing. And I'm like, no, just give me the phone and get out of here. Uh, Take my money. Ring me up and let me leave. <laughs> that's like that's what I want, and you're trying to be a mush and outsell sell me out of what I want to do. But um, that's like the opposite of what they teach you to do in selling. Well, right, but whatever. So what I've heard from people that have Samsung phones is like we've had. They say we like have had the technology that iPhones have multiple years before Apple finally adopts it. So they're like kind of on the leading edge. So usually anything you see in a Samsung phone is in an iPhone inside of. 12 months to which i always follow up with well do you have samsung music do you, can i like <laughs> i listen to spotify so it doesn't matter can i sync years and years of photos and text messages into your phone from the phone i have right now well i feel like it just is going to get deeper as as you use it for longer that becomes hard the switching costs become higher and higher and higher mm-hmm. yeah it's like starting your whole life over yeah as horrible as that sounds. Uh, it's kind of true. But yeah. So that's that's our phone conversation. For those of you who are in the market for a new phone, maybe that new iPhone XS. Yeah, 350 followers from 60. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Boom, baby. So this week, a little interesting in the fact that it is a brutal slate. So Jared going with, I believe, giving four picks. Uh, five. Not wanting, I got five, five picks. Not wanting to give away all seven of his contest picks, and then I'm doing five as well. Uh, brutal card this week, just kind of picking games that I feel the most comfortable with. A lot of weird lines out there that – a lot well, of lines like, that you look at and you go, okay, what? who knows something that, that I Huge don't. favorites, huge favorites. And when I tell people, like, look, there are going to be games next weekend. So this is where – kind of the degen separates from people that are actually trying to make money doing this like you don't have to pick i will have to pick seven games for the contest mm-hmm. by tomorrow night which i will post eventually what my picks are after lock uh it is the last week of the contest i am in third place so you know this is a public forum here so there's a bunch of reasons why i won't be posting all of those picks until after it's locked 
Um, but again, this is a week where if you don't like the card, you don't have to bet seven games. You don't have to bet any games if you don't like it. So um, I think that's probably the biggest misstep that recreational or beginner gamblers take is overplaying a card just because it's like, well, it's Saturday, so I guess I better bet a ton of games because I don't have anything else going on. It's like, no, that's not – I mean, that's fine if you want to do that, but then you need to view it as entertainment dollars, not as some type of long-term expected positive value. So um, we'll give the picks. I'm with Micah. Uh, some huge spreads, some ones that don't make any sense uh, to, to the point where I'm just going to pass because – uh, there's just too much stuff going on, but we do have, we got a couple, I have five games. Mike has five games and then we do have uh, the five in, in gun to your head as well. So we'll go, I guess we'll go through those. Do I have the, uh, do I have the honor this week? Yes, I believe. Cause you won four games last, no, five games last week. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was I, five I, and two last four. week. Cause freaking Ohio state is just continues to be Bad. garbage. More on that uh, later. Papa John's Urban right. Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, game number one, Notre Dame versus oh, the Florida State Seminoles. Uh, this is going to be a game in rural Indiana in the middle of November. Uh, I don't think these kids from Tallahassee have any interest in this game. <laughs> Their season is over. Uh, Ian Book, I think, has been a great move at quarterback for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Um, and I think they, uh, very candidly, I think they have an underrated defensive front uh, and the Florida state offensive line well publicized and documented, especially on this podcast issues on the offensive line. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be able to score a whole lot of points here. So um, I see Notre Dame getting in the thirties and I really don't see Notre Dame, or excuse me, Florida state getting into uh, the twenties. I think and maybe they get a cheapie at the end here. So I will take Notre Dame and lay the seven, 17, 16 and a half are out there. Uh, game number two, USC versus Cal. Minus four and a half. This is like the most disgusting. Like there's still a avenue for USC to win the Pac-12 South. Um, the quarterback at Utah got hurt and is out for the season, got hurt in the last game. Uh, and then their starting running back actually got hurt in practice yesterday and is likely out for the season. So crushing blow for my uh, for my Utah Pac-12 championship champion tickets um that being said usc now has a fairly clear path to the pac-12 south and if they beat washington state go to the rose bowl like (laughs) i can see a scenario where usc is like eight and five pac-12 champion probably can't fire clay helton but um and and i'm sure they'll just be livid but We'll take USC, lay the four and a half here. Game number three, Oregon State, plus 24. Um, This is actually, I was listening to the uh, Stanford Steve and the Bear podcast earlier today, and it was so funny because I'm listening to it, and I had had this game written down already from when I looked at the stuff earlier this week. And in my head, I'm like, Stanford, at this point in time, deserves to be laying 24 points to nobody. Yeah. I don't care where and I don't care who, like outside of – one double a team and then i listened to that and, and of course stanford steve as the name suggests went to stanford and he said the same thing on the podcast today he's like stanford under deserve to be laying 24 to anybody uh it's a conference game oregon state is stingy uh and and this is the type of game where i can see david shaw being satisfied with winning 24 10 24 14 24 17 something like that 
again, well-documented on this podcast. For those of you that are new, David Shaw, way too conservative for the offensive play calling. Uh, and Oregon State will be able to score enough to keep it inside the 24 here. Game number four. Leave it on the grass. Oh, Arizona State Sun Devils. Um, like where this team is headed, like the direction that they're going in. Um, I'm going to lay the 12 here. UCLA is garbage. I've been betting against them all year, uh, and I would expect that to continue uh, this year. ASU at home forks up. Hopefully, I think it's a pretty sure it's a night game, so it's going to be lit in Tempe. All the kids are going to be going crazy to uh, Mo Bamba. I actually, I don't think I told you this. Maybe Haley told you. They started playing Mo Bamba at the yeah, Auburn then, game this weekend, uh-huh. and I was like, "Yeah, all the kids love this stuff." And she was like, "The kids?" I'm like. I'm old now. I'm an adult. Like, this is the kids. They love this stuff. Uh, <laughs> they had to bleep out, like, half the song. It was so funny. Uh, nope. One, uh, yeah, it's an early game. Never mind. Scratch that. Um, final game, number five, Cincinnati Bearcats, Nipper Stadium, laying the lumber, laying the 12 uh, with the Bearcats, getting it done. Uh, I actually like where this team has been. Pretty much all year. Luke Fickle doing a great job over there. Um, and they are squarely in the hunt for the uh, American Conference title. And very bluntly, USF has been overrated, will continue to be overrated. Uh, and I, I like Cincy. So those are my five games. Notre Dame, USC, Oregon State, Arizona State, Cincinnati. Yeah, I like them. My fear was with Arizona State, I thought that I was like, hmm. The spread seemed a little big for me because it feels like every game with Herman is a touchdown game. <laughs> that is the case. I just – I feel like my opinion on UCLA in this podcast is well established. Like <laughs> Chip just does – he just doesn't have the guys yet. I, I believe in him as a college coach, but <clears throat> he's coming in and, and inheriting more as guys. And it's just – you're jamming the square peg in the round hole here. Yeah, every time you tell me that Spates is quarterback, I just remember that. that Dude, he played, played fifty. He played fifty of the sixty minutes last week. It's terrible. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, so for me, this is a. I got. It's the first game on my ticket. I'm going to say it in as many ways as possible before I actually start taking picks. First up, the first game I picked, the first winner. <laughs> I got West Virginia minus Ooh. 12 against TCU. This is a TCU team that I've tried to get behind over and over again, and they are struggling on offense, and West Virginia isn't. So No. I feel like this is the game where uh, that I saw this too, and I intentionally avoided it for this purpose. I'm like, uh, we have been trying to get on this TCU wagon for like three weeks now, and they have just shit right in the bed. Every time. And it's, I don't know. I just feel like this is the place where they pop. But I hope you're right. Because well, I generally, it's in like, Morgan I, agree, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I just, this is, I've been burned by this team in this spot too many times. So I'm taking a pass. But I'll have a little bit of a rooting interest with you on, on Press Virginia. Oh, next up. My favorite hairdo in college football. This is the first time I'm diving into this well after just ripping bucket after bucket from it last year. (laughs) 
Oklahoma State plus 21 on the road against the Sooners. I think Oklahoma's good, but this is a rivalry game. Yep, it's Oklahoma. been a nice zigzag with them. Take them against Texas, fade them last week against Baylor, get back on them this week against Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Kyler Murray is a pretty phenomenal player to watch play. Uh, I mean, what are your thoughts on him? You enjoy watching him play football? Yeah, I. Well, so when he signed the contract, he was a first-round draft pick. They yeah. signed the A's like $5 million. I said, no chance in hell they let him play quarterback. I could not believe that the Oakland Athletics organization is okay <laughs> with him running around. And now, granted, it's the Big 12, so it's like glorified flag football. But if I put that much money into someone, there's got to be a clause in his contract, and I, I may or may not be privy to what is going on. But, like, you're going to let this guy run around and get his head knocked off like – after you put, after you pump five million dollars into him, I just don't. That made no sense to me. I thought for sure he got drafted that high. He was going to go play baseball, but yeah, he's fun to he's fun to watch. I mean, he's tiny, so yeah, maybe he just tiny. plays college and then goes plays baseball. But mm-hmm. um, I, I, yeah, I don't see a whole lot of future for him in the NFL. But fun yeah. to watch college. Yeah, he's a guy that is baseball. Football is his number two sport. Yeah, which yeah. is just absurd. Yeah. I'm the quarterback for Oklahoma with my uh, number two sport. Just like uh, when Bo Jackson said, everything he does outside of baseball is just for fun. <laughs> and he proceeded to just smoke the entire NFL. <laughs> but So I'm going to contradict myself here. Are you ready for this? Yep. Can't so wait. Look ahead spot Oklahoma because they play West Virginia next week. Now, yes. Ooh. Hypothetically, that should say that West Virginia is in a look ahead spot as well. But shut up, okay? <laughs> I was like, uh, am I supposed to say this or did I just <laughs> yeah. let it go? <laughs> Next, P.J. Fleck in the boat is taking on water. After this year, they are really reeling. They have no quarterback. Meanwhile, Purdue is really, uh, no pun intended, but picking up steam. Ooh, nice. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, minus 11.5 for the Boilermakers last week. Just missed covering. Uh, against Iowa, as we talked about, to nobody. Uh, I think Monday. these guys are really good. Mm-hmm. I, I think Purdue is. What did you get, 11? 11 and a half. Ooh, 11 and a half, okay. Yeah, hook. But I, I don't think this game is even going to be close. Huh. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you. I actually looked at this one long and hard. No pun intended. <laughs> Georgia. We're we're earning our E tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the great thing, and, and you guys can always tell us, and I feel like since we've gotten a little bit more towards the not homegrown podcast, but actually having people that listen to hear our gambling takes, we haven't vented as much about Auburn, and on top of the fact that we just suck. So... Uh, yeah. with, without going too far into depth, I got Georgia minus 14 at home against the Tigers. I think Jared and I talk about this off air all the time. This is going to be ugly. And if we cover, great, but it's not going to happen. So, I'm with you. Uh, we're not going to be able to run the ball. Uh, our defense is no good. We were given the game last week. No business winning that game. No. I mean, we got just th- throttled. Um, <laughs> I'm with you. I actually – I'm trying to decide – the only thing keeping me from betting this game was my emotional attachment, which tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> so for, for the uninterested 
like parties that are listening to this, you know what to do. <laughs> you know what he's saying. He's laying yeah, out you know, pretty you know what thick. I'm saying. Nice, nice thick coat. Uh, yeah, last it just r- sucks because we we suck. We, we're bad. It's a, it's another year of just it's a sham. It's like the year we went to the Sugar Bowl. Like we had no no business at all playing in that yeah. game. But yep. because everyone else peed down their leg, we squeaked in. Made no sense. Yep. Uh, last but not least, I can't believe this team isn't a top 25 program. The committee is just full-blown stupid all the time. UAB, minus 12 at home against the Southern Miss Golden Eagles. This UAB Dude, team is nasty. Real deal. Yes. yes. Real deal. I've heard that people are saying they want uh... – they want us to hire their, their coach, whatever his name is. I don't know if he'd leave UAB. I mean, he's like a, a savior there. Yeah, didn't, I was going to say, he like rebirthed the program. Yeah. Raised all the money, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's literally, he walks on water. There's no no questions about it. I mean, I feel like it's a no-brainer. You're If you get the Auburn job, like you're going <laughs> to take it. You're at UAB, dude, but... It's at least making him think. I thought you wanted Campbell. Insane. I do want Campbell. Bottom line, Gus isn't getting fired this year. Well, you're just going to Yeah, I was going to say, we got Gus for another year, dude. This We can talk about this next year. <laughs> and the year after. And the year after. And they'll compete for it. We're, we're in the Papa Roach situation. I don't think Gus <laughs> is going to be gone for a long time. Because every four or five years. The Papa years, Roach situation. That's an all-timer. That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, every four or five years. I mean, well, I guess we only have like one sample. But seriously. Went for a national yeah. championship the first year and then competed for it last year. Five years Unbelievable. Later. I mean, it's. That was an unreal spike by him. Yeah. Yeah. To get that. Oh, I should have got it. We should have just called his bluff and let him go to Arkansas. Well, that's so like, but that the part of me is saying, okay, that's what, like, part of that is why he got the extension because Arkansas was a threat and we yep. should have just said, no, if you want, go. We're not extending you. We're not giving you more money, you know, whatever. But it's not what we did. Not what we did. Give uh, all the cash. So there's, there's Jared the and I talking Auburn, uh, just as I yes, said, we hadn't talked about it very much. So, Jared's got the gun to your head segments. We're ready to rock. All right, game number one. So, you only had four picks, right? Uh, that is yeah. wrong. Four games. Five. West Virginia, Oklahoma State, Purdue, Georgia, UAB. Oh, UAB. Yeah, I just didn't write that one down. Jeez, I'm losing my mind. All right, game number one. Ohio State, minus three and a half at Michigan State. Say that one oh, more time. <laughs> Ohio State minus three and a half at Michigan State. I am going back to the well and taking Ohio State. Uh, this is about uh, very similar to what we had with Auburn at Ole Miss. Um, you just really can't buy this team much cheaper. I think a lot of people were expecting the blowout last week, yours truly included, mm-hmm. that we did not get. Uh, and I think this line is pretty discounted as a consequence of that. So, um, so much more talent on the field with Ohio State. Uh, D'Antonio loves this underdog role, of course. Um, but I just I, I trust Urban Meyer more than I trust a backup quarterback and uh, and Mark D'Antonio. So I'm taking Ohio State. 
Where is it being played? At Michigan State. I'm laying points on the road. Yeah, I'm going to go Sparty. I'm going to go Sparty. I don't know what's going on there. There's just a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, I think. I, I tried to get on the Something whole... Something stinks. Yeah. I tried to get on the whole Urban's back. You know, eventually these guys are going to kind of pull themselves up by their bootstraps. But Bosa leaving... Now, granted, he wasn't going to play this year. But still, when you have a guy that's a major role, like person on your team, and he just goes, meh. I'm just going to get better for the league. Like, I'm just going to train and get healthy. Like, I don't need to be on the sidelines. This isn't important to me. It's all been a stepping See, I, stone. I don't know. I think part of that's that, like, he knows the blueprint because his brother. Right. He knows what he needs to do. I don't know. I think that's more of a familial decision than it is, like, him saying, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. I could be wrong. And this but is, still, like, armchair quarterback from the outside. I just don't, like... What's the benefit to him if he's obviously going to be drafted? Mm-hmm. What's the benefit to him standing around the sideline in a hoodie for two months? Right, and I'm just like he's not going to play the bowl game a, anyways. I'm saying so, from a player standpoint, like those guys in the locker room, that you know his teammates that he's been with since they stepped foot on campus, and all these guys that he's grinded it out with. You know, it's it's one thing to be there for them on the sideline as a teammate. It just, it's one of those things that can be like, okay, he was a captain of the team and now he just kind of quit per se from a, I just think that's kind of whether people are saying it or not, I don't think it's a dumb decision by Bosa to do it. I do think it can have that effect. I mean, these are like we've said 110 times. These are 18 to 21 year old kids. Emotions yeah. play a very big factor, and, Huge and that's why you and I bet the way we do every single week is emotions. So, I don't know. I'll go Sparty. Like, I'll, I'll piggyback off of that even more. Emotions for Michigan State in the underdog role at home usually pan out to be a pretty safe bet. I would agree. Um, all right. Speaking of buy low, Penn State minus nine versus mm-hmm. – Wisconsin, uh, I'm taking the Nittany Lions here. They got the brakes beat off them last week yep. against a very, very good Michigan team. Uh, coming back home, get the chance to lick their wounds a little bit. Uh, I think they're going to come out motivated. I don't think those Wisconsin teams any good. Uh, Horny Brook, I believe, is out. But even if he's not, he sucks anyway. So, he's so bad. Uh, <laughs> I will take the Nittany Lions here and, uh, and lay the nine, uh, getting them what I feel as though on, on the cheap. After uh, last week. I'm going Penn State as well. Uh, follow-up question. Bigger noodle arm, Ken Dorsey or Hornybrook? Hornybrook. Not even close. <laughs> Ken Dorsey was, like, drafted. That's and, true. like, actually played. So he could he could make some throws. Like, Hornybrook, 0% chance he's get drafted. 0%. <laughs> oh, he's Ken like Dorsey Brandon, he's, was dude, He's like the reincarnation of Brandon Cox. Oh, hey. You don't talk about Brandon, a boy like well, that. Brandon Cox could spin it more than Hornybrook could, but and also uh, Cox had a, like a, a legitimate disease that he had to like <laughs> battle back from to even guys, be where he guy was. was in a wheelchair back there, um, just so bad. Uh, all right, game number three: Bama minus twenty-four versus Mississippi State. I'll let you go first. 
I guess, like we said earlier in the year, until Bama doesn't do it. I think they've covered every game except for, like, one. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, with I'm with you. Yeah, I'm on Bama, too. Um, I'm a fr- And there's a couple things, like, uh, I don't think uh, – no, I don't think – uh, Mississippi State is not allowed a first quarter touchdown all year, and obviously Bama is on like the war path, scorched earth tour in the first quarter. Yeah. Um, if Nick Fitzgerald has to start throwing this ball, throwing the ball around, like Over. they're going to have major problems. Yeah. So, a sequence of events like if they get down, if Mississippi State gets down, they are up Shit's Creek with just no paddle. So. Um, I think Bama will will jump out early, and then it'll be on like Donkey Kong. Um, back door, obviously, wide open with twenty four points. But um, to your point, I'm just going to keep laying Bama until. Well, I guess I didn't take him last week, but um, taking Bama. Uh, next game, Auburn UGA. I have minus thirteen and a half first Auburn. Micah is obviously on UGA as am I. I feel like we talked about it a decent amount already. We are not going to be able to run the ball. Um, and the def- I mean, look, the defense has been extremely unimpressive, especially with all of the uh, preseason hype and, and discussions. We just can't we can't seem to get off the field on third down. Uh, our secondary is weak. Uh, we got I mean, we were getting gashed by Texas A&M's running game um, last week at home. Now you outside go on the, the road tackles. outside yeah, the I mean, tackles. Well, in between the tackles, A&M, were I mean, the best in the country. Well, no, we were getting smoked up the middle by Texas A&M at home. So you take the team on the road and you go to Georgia, who, in my opinion, runs the ball better than Texas A&M. Like, I just – I don't think it's going to be pretty this weekend. Um, all right, final game. It's and never pretty Scotty Boy. Yeah, they have our numbers so hard. Uh, Texas, minus two at Texas Tech. I looked at this game for a long time. This was one of those lines, and I was like, what in the world? Makes um, no sense. I'm going to go Texas. For no reason other than I just felt like it was really weird. Um, unless Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree are playing. Guns up. Guns up. That's actually... Uh, I bet so much money at the time for me. I was in school. That game, we watched it in Oxford <laughs> on Halloween. Uh, there's a story to be told that I really don't want to put in the public domain. <laughs> um, but unbelievable. We Yeah, that was a great night, and they won. We got, to, we got our doors kicked in by Ole Miss that day. And uh, that was the last – was that last Chiswick season? No, but that's when we started to be bad. Um, that was the last Tuberville season. That's what it was. And then, uh, yeah, watch that cluster. Game. Yeah, watched, and they just smoked us. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, watched uh, Texas Tech, Texas late night. Graham Harrell, Michael Crabtree, touchdown in the last second. Amazing. So, um, I'll touchdown, take Texas Tech Aikman, here. Kind of on print. Kind of. <laughs> Aikman, touchdown. Unbelievable. Uh, kind of on principle. I, if if you do like Texas Tech, uh, I would wait probably a little bit. Uh, I do think they're a little overpriced, based on um, what they did last week sticking around with Oklahoma. But this team can score, mm-hmm. and it's pretty simple. Until further notice, 
Tom Herman as a favorite, I'm going to fade. Tom Herman as an underdog, I'm betting him straight up. Uh, so that's uh, until I see different, which is – it's an interesting dynamic because it's like if you have that dichotomy, like you're the head coach at Texas, dude. So being like a great underdog coach, probably not a good fit for a, for an institution that expects to win 10 games a year. To not be an underdog ever. Yeah, like you're going to be to be a favorite every time. So um, – yeah, I'll take Texas Tech. I'll take a couple points. I think they can keep your points outright, get it done. They don't have Mike Leach as their head coach. I don't know. I just It's a lot of things that, man, things were good back then. Woodsheds were better. <laughs> so sheds were better. Craig James <laughs> was still around, still relevant, still on ESPN. Uh, well, Brown was the head coach at Texas with Colt McCoy and That's right. Shipley. Mac Brown. Oh, Mac Brown on the halftime shows, man. Just the worst. Drive me up a wall. Yeah, I'm like, dude, you come on. <laughs> Have some some skill, please. He he that man has to watch like what's happening to Texas is still because of him. Because, yeah, because he left it bone ass dry. Yeah. Left it bone dry and just let all these kids flutter. To TCU, Baylor, Oklahoma. Every other school in, in Texas. Yeah. Texas Tech, Texas A&M. I mean, just. Yeah. Texas like should be the easiest recruiting job in the country. Mm-hmm. Because it's like Ohio. And like when you grow up in Ohio, you want to go to Ohio State. If you grow up in Texas, you want to go to Texas. And mm-hmm. like you just, you pick. You pick the kids you want. It's not like a, you don't really have to recruit. Right. Basically, what Bama has going right now, Jared hydrating hard right now. Is it is it loud? Sorry, yeah. hydrating. I need <laughs> to hydrate. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think Ohio State, Texas. Yeah, Bama's in like selection mode, which is just such bullshit. They just, yeah, they don't recruit. They're just like, yeah, I suppose we can make it work for you. How how horrible? And then and then we'll get into kind of wrapping up our part here. How horrible would it be being an intern for the Alabama football team? Where you're just getting loads and loads of film, and you have to just sift through all that crap <laughs> and be like, I, "Hey, here's the actual good kids. Like, this is the real <laughs> this kid is good. Watch this tape. Okay, <laughs> cut this tape for me." Yeah, uh, I'm looking through some of my open bets right now, and me being an idiot, Auburn at twenty eight hundred to win the national championship. Mush, hopefully you got on the uh, UCLA under with me. No, I didn't. I didn't do any of the over-under season win total. It's a lock. It's already locked up. It's already a winner. That's beautiful. Missouri, a eh, little dicey. Yeah, a little Ooh. dicey. Yeah, that them that win the last week just really crushing blow. Play. Yeah, crushing blow. Because <laughs> now I think they have like Vanderbilt. It's like the three shittiest teams. It's like Vanderbilt, Tennessee, and Arkansas left on the calendar. I'm like – are on their schedule. <laughs> Probably two touchdown favorites in all three of those games. Yeah. So, um, basically, Jared, what we're going to do here is we're going to wrap it up, and then after this, we will play our interview with the man, the myth, the legend, Scott Panza, of, uh, at pigskin underscore junkies of the Super Contest. So we'll give the people what they've been waiting for for the past 30 or so minutes on this lovely Friday or Saturday Give the people morning what they morning. want. Yep. Or I guess Saturday, Friday or Saturday, uh, when Saturday, when you are listening 
to the podcast. Uh, Whenever you pick it up, make sure you pay attention to Twitter. We'll be putting these out uh, Saturday morning. Yeah, and if we you guys got that. any locks as per usual, please tweet them at us. We always appreciate that. Uh, just so we can either tell you you're right or we can tell you you're wrong. Just like we want you to do the same <laughs> you're with mush. us. Um, so, yeah. Do you I, see in the article, I was like, this is how you get on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty phenomenal. I was laughing out loud. That was so great. Peyton was like, what are you I laughing actually, at? <laughs> I L'd OL. I actually lulled. <laughs> those are the best when you're like lol really <laughs> really though i did laugh i saw i this. did aloud audible <laughs> laugh just I, now by myself i saw this one tweet by uh f jerry i don't know if you follow that guy or anything no i do not accounts, but he uh <laughs> he was like gonna start sending people oh shoot it's like exhaled heavily out of my nose because that's like what you actually do when you read a text message yeah from somebody you just kind of go like yeah, just like a quick exhale like a little internal chuckle and you just move on with your life let me see i gotta find this on to the next yeah. twitter superstars are unreal to me b-a-t-m-n blew air through my nose because that's what really happens when i read something <laughs> funny <laughs> Uh, you just laughed out loud. You just did it again. Yeah, that's true. But it's not a text message, though. Instead that's of LMAO true. or LOL, I'm going to start using BATMN. It's too much work. <laughs> and Siri will probably autocorrect it to something stupid. To Batman. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <ooh>. <laughs> Batman has not been out a lot recently. Are you coming over this weekend? Uh, possibly. <laughs> he, may, he always he invites over then. when we're supposed to be dog-sitting. It's just always. What does that even mean, you dog sitting? Okay. You give the thing some damn food and you stuff it back in the kennel. It's a dog. That's, it's not that simple. They're, yes, it is. No, it's an animal. Here. Their dog just had surgery. So you have to make sure it gets soft food and that it eats its food. You can't. Normally, <sighs> yes, but with, with Lacey, she's 13. She's an old lady. These, these things, like Casey Haley's sister, will talk about, like surgery on these animals i'm like you're paying how much to have surgery on amp like no <laughs> it's time to go down bessie like <laughs> put them down put them out of their misery but Peta, i'm sure will be emailing us shortly Peta, Peta got a big victory on uh, on tuesday and we won't even get into the whole election thing oh the dog racing recount and the whatever the the four thousand trillion Ballots that were apparently just left uncounted somehow. Yeah, I Florida just, with Florida with a recount. Shocker. Yeah, us and Georgia actually still got our head jammed up our ass. Mm-hmm. It's only fifteen been years 18, later. Eighteen. That's two thousand. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, I guess. With, uh, Unreal. Two decades still don't have it figured out. I'm still filling out with a pen a scantron. Yeah. I'm like, dude, come on. Can I not just do it on my phone? Yeah, like touch. <laughs> Are you like a touch screen? Yeah. Is it that hard? Immediately submitted and goes into a bank. It's 2018. It's in Florida. Like, hey, we messed this up once before. Maybe we should try and figure it out. And nine, ten elections later, nope. Russians are going to hack it, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Russians are going to hack it. So that's talking politics. That's gun to your head. That's our picks for the weeks. Uh, week 11 of the college picks, football season. Picks for the weeks. 
Yeah, I don't know. Plural <laughs> words. It's late. We're out here grinding, getting this bread. I've worked 11 straight days. My brain Oof. is just short-circuiting. We're grinding, baby. We're grinding for Saturday. On the grind. You might have to come uh, You might have to come over and have some Woodford on Saturday. Woodford? Woodford? Woodford. I'm probably going to go to the place where nights never end well on Friday night. Saddle up? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Batman's coming out. <laughs> Uh, I'll put it to I'll, I'll tell these folks one quick story for the sake of my friends. Um, so the night begins. We go to a bar, and one of our friends gets Jack Neat. I'm like, oh, this is what we're doing, huh? I like that. So both pound like a full glass. Took it like a shot. <laughs> my nose was I could breathe. I could smell a homeless man eight blocks down the street. <laughs> Then so we end up going to saddle. We're drinking Jack and water all night. Nice. And needless to say, I'm coming in and out of consciousness. Oh, and I remember playing. <laughs> you came back in. Most people just go out and never come back. <laughs> it was. I was fighting a good fight. I closed out my tab. I, I have no idea what happened. Um, we go out on orange, and we play a pickup game of football with an air football. In the street? Seven on seven, middle of Orange Avenue. Us, random people, Luke Luke Ebbesmeyer and I, they motioned a receiver, and Luke and I rocked. I was I was linebacker, and he was sitting at safety. They motioned to the left side of the formation. Luke rocked down, and I rocked back to safety. <laughs> oh, it was it, Did they have the road shut down? Yeah, the whole road shut down. Oh, okay. Oh, the road. The road there, yeah. The road. I'm like, aren't there, like, cars? (laughs) You guys just getting yard (laughs) sailed? We just said no. I was Uh like, holy shit, quit worrying about the other people. Start worrying about the multiple tons of steel that are coming at you (laughs) at 40 miles an hour. This is is also the same night as the uh, the awesome bloss, or the Bloomin' Onion and the coconut shrimp. Oh, yes, I see. (laughs) So... That's where we're headed. Auburn's about to be in the. We're uh, going to be in the no, uh, Outback Bowl, no. seven and five. I hope not. I hate that. What do you mean you hope not? What is? Who else? Where are we going to go? Seven <laughs> and five, dude. I don't want to go. We don't win that one. We got to go to the Birmingham Bowl. It's the only game we. Newsflash: We don't win any bowl games. That's what I'm saying. We got to go to Birmingham Bowl. It's the only one we win. We're two seven and five. Will not be. Will not be Birmingham Bowl. All right. Well, with that being said, once again, folks. Uh, November is upon us, which means you have basically a week left until Christmas music is going to be blaring in your ears until uh, 2019. So enjoy it while you can. Get ready, men, to go uh, hang up those Christmas decorations. Go get you a good Christmas tree. Now this here is a tree. This here is a tree. And as always, be sure to drink your Ovaltine, and secure the bag. See ya. And with that, we'd like to get to the interview with the reoccurring now guest of the pigskin underscore junkies uh, Twitter and podcast, Scott Panza. Getting What's up, Micah? Thanks for coming back on the show. Scott's doing multiple interviews. He's uh, he's making, he's making going through the ESPN car wash, basically. He's getting interviewed by us, interviewed by Dave Tooley. Tully, how do you say it, Scott? Uh, I think it's Tully. Okay. 
I was like, I assume he introduced himself. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we talked this week. We uh, chatted about uh, our love for uh, Devin McCourty, uh, getting the pick six to take us into the uh, the lead at the at the halfway mark. I don't think we didn't tell. I don't think we told that story on the podcast. But I'm obviously watching the game. Scott's watching the game. Devin McCourty pick six to the house, and Scott instantly texts me this picture of him and Devin McCourty. I'm like. Holy shit! What, like, what is going on here? I, I had that awesome. texted out to way too many people way too quickly, and they were all asking, "How did you have that ready to go?" Just at the top of my pictures. But it, yeah, I was like, it was like two months ago. I don't, it's at the top. But, I don't know what else you want. It's my background, all right. Just it was just a natural instinct, and Devin couldn't have been a nicer nicer guy when I met him. So. Just fantastic, fantastic for him to take it to the house for us. State, I'm sure. I'm sure the uh, Rutgers Scarlet Knights would love to have him back on the team right now. Oh my. You know the, the the Rutgers. If you go to Rutgers, you have to feel pretty good, especially if you're in the defensive backfield that you're going to be on the Patriots one day. That's so a, you should just yeah. be going to Rutgers to play for the Patriots eventually. Well, I don't. I guess it's kind of a sidebar. Like, if you look at the pro players from Rutgers, how they're so terrible every year makes no sense. Because they actually have, like, NFL players on the roster and just can't win any games. What what makes less sense how they have so many NFL players or why they're in the Big Ten? Yeah, that's – Yes. (laughs) Big Ten is trying to grab the New York City market, which I'm sure all the uh, New York people care about. Oh yeah, like, yeah huge what is this college football fans up here. <laughs> <Huge>. <laughs> Scott hates Scott hates college here. football. It's huge. so funny. Huge. We were together think, in Wisconsin. I'm like, yeah, that's a strong, some... strong word, but yeah, just uh, I just it's don't pretty get close. It. You're close. Rose? Maybe not hate. You know what I really hate? You know what I hate? And we'll you know we'll get off football real quick. The people who tell me that college basketball is better than NBA <laughs> basketball. I'm sorry, I don't enjoy watching 30% shooting and 20% yeah. shooting from three. And it's so exciting because it's 52-51 final. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, oh, you don't like, uh, you don't like 54-48 games with Virginia? <laughs> no, I can't say I do. But, yeah, uh, garbage. I agree. a football podcast. This is a football podcast. We're in football let's keep, season. Let's keep we football. Got, I, you know, can I start by just apologizing to the listeners of the podcast? And I was hammering away at the Rams last weekend. And I'm sure I got some people on board. And I just want to apologize to everyone because it didn't go as planned. Much like the week weekend before against the Vikings, the Saints got that big turnover that turned the course of the game because I think it's a much different game that the the Saints aren't up 35-17 at the end of the first half. Yeah. That's just me. That, but well, we were talking about that. About I said it. this. Yeah. And Scotty and I were going back and forth on Sunday. I'm like, they scored 35 points and a half. It's never a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have a tough time winning games if you're giving up 35 and 30 minutes in the NFL. I mean. But they, it, it was looking like they were going to do it and then – Gave it back up. Gave it back up. But, yeah, you know, and then we talked, you know, recapping some of my picks from last weekend. You know, I was talking about the two disrespect games. That was 
the Redskins laying one and a half. I couldn't believe that they were laying less than a field goal. And I over overestimated um, how good the skins could be against uh, an offense like the Falcons that they could keep pace and they just couldn't keep peace, pace with them. And, and as soon as that, as soon as they fell behind 14, nothing, they had no shot because they really need a game script that they're running the ball and they're controlling the, the flow of the game. And Falcons got up and they just had no shot because Alex Smith is not scoring a ton of points. And the other disrespect game is Titans plus six and a half. I mean, not only have they been a covering machine this year, and you know we've talked about it a few times that I've been liking the Titans, but for the Cowboys to be laying any more than a field goal with Jason Garrett as their coach, just disrespectful. How, how is he still the coach? I mean, I, it's uh, it can't it can't be past this season. I mean, you can't, can't be can't be. And I asked someone who's a huge Cowboys fan. Why wouldn't you want Josh McDaniels to be your new head coach? And they looked at me with like disgust. And have they been watching <laughs> Cowboys football for the past, you know, few seasons? What am like, I missing he, here? Dude, he's been the coach there for like eight years now. It's insane. I don't I don't get it. And I think he's just a puppet. I think he's just a puppet for Jerry. Um and then the other, the other games, Bears, I mean Nathan Peterman. Yeah. Speaking of how to, how the hell does somebody have a job? Yeah. Well, do you see EJ Manuel yeah. uh, was Snapchatting some displeasure that Nathan Peterman's <laughs> an NFL, but somehow he doesn't have a spot. That's I, it's fair. Say, I don't want to devolve into like the politics side of it, but if Kaepernick is suing the NFL for collusion, <laughs> just just Nathan shows Nathan Peterman's stat line or like put it in his game tape. Yeah. And like, <laughs> come on, dog. You know, I, could, I could show up hungover and probably do better than this. EJ Manuel, though, as a as a guy who's had EJ Manuel on his fantasy team once or twice oh, in his career, oof. EJ Manuel oh, is just as bad. As like, dude, you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel there, Scotty. Uh, I'm in these two quarterback <laughs> leagues, and you know, I always try to find those those. Uh, the second quarterback that no one really appreciates this year. Luckily, it was Mitch Trubisky, and I've been touting the Mitch Trubisky train. You have. In previous years, it was the J.P. Lossmans and E.J. Manuels of the Oof. world. Those are rough years. J.P. Lossmans. Those are rough <laughs> J.P. Lossman. Was he too lame? Too lame, yeah. Oh, wow. He, uh, I bet them a lot. I bet the Bills a lot when J.P. Lossman was their quarterback. Because they were just getting like unbelievable amounts of points. Oh. Like yeah, thirteen at home, sure. Like <laughs> the end. Lostman was the only reason. Like their defense was really good, uh, and I feel like they played the Patriots at home on a Monday night and won one year that I had them, or should have won and lost like right at the end. But I don't remember. Anyhow, what do we? All right, what do we got for a pick this week, Scotty? Uh, this week, give the people, we'll give the people what they want. We'll give the people what they want. And we're going to go with the L.A. Chargers. The Ooh. Raiders are, have given up. They're actively, actively trying to lose. I was listening to somebody today describe the routes that Raiders receivers are running. And they're pretty much pulling Jared Cook off the field. And they're running Brandon LaFell as the Ooh. most targeted wide receiver. Now, that just signals to me that 
they're not only trying to lose, they're just trying to lose convincingly so they can get the top pick and, you know, move up the draft board and start building for the future. Now, tanking I what the NFL version, total, uh-huh. total tanking. And I actually think that a lot of teams are trying to tank. They've taken the cue from the NBA, move up on the draft, get your guy that you really want. And I think now we've reached the point in the season haves versus have nots and the have not is the Oakland Raiders and they got nothing going for them. They got injuries. They have no pass rush. It's a Philip Rivers time to just go torch them and carve them up. Melvin Gordon, another big game. The Chargers got to stay hot because they have the Chiefs, they have the Patriots in their in their conference, and if they want, and the Steelers who just absolutely smoked the Panthers. So if they want to keep pace and potentially get a bye, they need to win these games big. They're rolling right now. I don't see any reason how the Raiders can even remotely keep pace. Lay the ten, feel completely comfortable because it's not even going to be close. You think they? Uh, you think the Raiders have quit on John Gruden and his? Uh... Nine Absolutely. years, ninety million remaining on his contract. Absolutely, I don't even think that the Raiders are going to be able to pay that contract. I mean, that is—they're really going to regret that. That they're going to regret it like the Giants regret letting Eli come be quarterback for them this year. Unbelievable! Come back, yeah. They should have just said, "All right, McAdoo, you're going to bench him. We're firing you anyhow. We're going to get rid of Eli, and we're going to put him under the bus to make it happen." But I'll yeah, now you. they got the new coach. The, this weekend when all the picks are released and we post them all, I feel super confident about this weekend. And I think we're going to make up for what well, last weekend we got a little cutesy. We still went three and two, but this weekend is going to be a money weekend. And I feel fantastic about it. That's so I was like, dude, you still pick 60%. I don't know. <laughs> it's so and funny. Like, like we've been lot. having. So- yeah. Like it really did. And I, I was like, I we've been having such a good year. I went two and three, and I'm like like kicking myself, and I had to like kind of take a step back. I'm like, Jared, still forty percent. Like you're not, you know, you're not dead. You're fine. Same thing. And like you pick sixty percent. You lost one game on on uh, personal gourmet. (laughs) Yeah, Monsieur Uh, Gourmet. (laughs) Yeah, y'all have been crushing it all year. We gotta, gotta. Get, we got to try to reclaim that uh, first place. Got to get uh, back on top. This weekend. But, uh, I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see where the action is going to come in and what's going to be a really popular bet. There's a lot of games that seem obvious on the slate that I think people will be all over. So I'm curious to see where a lot of these numbers shake out. And yeah, that, that's actually one of the, my favorite, more favorite parts of Saturday is figuring out. See, around three o'clock Eastern, you get who what percentage of the teams were picked uh-huh. in the contest and seeing kind of where the quote-unquote ownership to use a dfs term lands yeah. that's always that's always fun in and sets up the, weeks, the card for the past few weeks the high ownership plays have been just crushing it and you know i think vegas just said enough is enough this past weekend they just put out some outlandish spreads you're seeing 10 pointers like it's nothing kansas city 17 Kansas City 17 against a team. In the NFL, off a bye. I mean, I think that's what we're saying, halves versus half-nots. But, I mean, there's another – there's a 10-point – there's two 10-point spreads this weekend that I I don't know how the bookmakers made them, or they're 9.5 now, but they're just – 
it's just it's just remarkable that they're laying this big number and I'm they just they're just begging begging for people to take the dogs <laughs> yeah they're trying to balance out the action because they got smoked on favorites last week but um all right so la chargers la chargers still, still weird to say yeah it'll just 10, be just say chargers don't say don't say la don't say san diego just call them chargers the chargers from southern california yeah, yeah. Now, let me know if I, I i i tweeted at rj bell if this has happened but has there ever been a team that scored less had that scored by total points that they scored in that week the following week they were favored by more than that total when it wasn't a zero. <laughs> because the Jets, who scored six points, are somehow a seven-point favorite this week. I mean, how often does that happen? It's got to be month? Peterman then, right? It's got to be Peterman. Well, Hackenberg's well, not going to hack. Whoa. 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> going deep in the depth chart. <laughs> not Hackenberg. Um, Darnold's not playing. Darnold's not oh. playing, but they still have McCown playing, which is it? That much of a drop. I was saying McCown's all right. But is he though? He's. I mean, have it's you been watching Darnold the last couple weekends? He hasn't That's exactly what... been lighting the earth on fire. So I would love to know who's going to puke and take a side on that game. Because <laughs> people are going to do it, and I just want to know who has the stones to do it. Yeah, that's just, like, that's just the, taking a dump in your depends and just sitting in there for the whole game. Just sitting on the couch watching. You get to take like Arizona aside in that game, like woof. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you're having a cocktail and like a nice lunch because oh you're gonna need it. Or you're just a total glutton for punishment. <laughs> that's a that's the Pepto special of the week right there. I was gonna say, I have been known to be a glutton for punishment, especially in the NFL. Just so that plug, game plug over your under is 36 and a half. The, the oh. Steelers scored a point and a half less in the first half themselves. <laughs> that was a beat down. Oh, man. And These Thursday night games are shit. They're awful. They're awful. There's just like, not enough time to prepare for these games. They should always have no. the teams coming off a of bye playing in them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I was like, it's not that hard. But, you know, what do I know? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not as sharp as so you know. The, the commission. The commish. Yeah, the clown. Roger. Yeah. Well, Scott, I know we're all working, working folk here, and it's pretty late on the East Coast. We're all oh, not yeah, so central time like Jared uh, in Austin, staying weird for the evening. So, Scott's free candy for the weekend uh, will be the Chargers from Southern California and Philip Rivers, who can't keep it in his pants. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be a fun weekend. The picks will be posted on Sunday. Jared, is that when you normally tweet them out? Uh, um, Saturday night. Saturday night. We'll get those uh, tweeted out there once they're locked in. So I have to do that for the contest sake so that we're not – Scott and Jared aren't giving out their picks here and everyone else can kind of scoop in and score. So be looking for those coming out at pigskin underscore junkies on Twitter. Scott, thanks so much for joining again, man. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Suck the tape. <laughs>